Crime alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. Anais Munoz, 19, moves in with a Pennsylvania family of six, offering a room for rent and terrorizes their children. Munoz forces the children, ages 7 to 13, to buy drugs for her and perform sex acts with her. If they refuse, she beats or burns them with a curling iron. The children recounted that Munoz used various objects to hurt them while their parents were sleeping, including lighters, hammers, hangers, knives, cords, a baseball bat, and a hot straightening iron. Munoz threatened to hurt the children to prevent them from telling their parents about the sexual abuse or coercion to purchase drugs for her. Munoz now charged with child endangerment, ag assault, and sex assault. D.C. cops spot a BMW linked to several armed carjackings and try to pull the car over. But the driver, of course, speeds off, clipping a cop car before crashing into another. Two men get out and take off. Nancy, the BMW is suspected of having been involved in multiple carjackings in a neighboring county. The two teenagers inside orchestrating the robberies with pistols they are too young to own. The U.S. Capitol Police pursue the two suspects, chasing them through back alleys. Cops hot on the trail find the pair hiding in a restaurant freezer behind the building. Sade Hardy and Landrell Jordan charged with driving a stolen vehicle, assault with a deadly weapon, fleeing, and gun charges. More crime and justice news after this. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. The Serbian mother of a Massachusetts woman missing since New Year's Day and whose husband is charged with murder will ask the United States for official information about her daughter's disappearance. Belanka Jupicic, the mother of Anna Walsh, signed a formal request to receive documentation about the case as next of kin. The request has been sent to Serbia's consulate in New York and will be submitted to relevant U.S. authorities. 47-year-old Brian Walsh has been charged with murder in the case of 39-year-old Anna Walsh, whose body hasn't been found. The couple, who have three young children who are now in state custody, lived in the affluent coastal community of Cohasset, about 15 miles southeast of Boston. The nightclub where 12 people were hurt in a shooting early January 22nd had advertised a Southern University and Louisiana State University-themed party as the two schools kicked off new semesters. Sydney Sumner with Crime Online. Spokespeople for both LSU and Southern University tell our friends at The Advocate that the event at the club in Baton Rouge was not affiliated with either school. Separately, Louisiana's Office of Alcohol and Tobacco Control announced it was would revoke the establishment's liquor license, citing a, quote, potential threat to public safety. Police say shots rang out around 1.30 a.m. on January 22nd in the Dior Bar and Lounge. A dozen people were injured. Most sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Authorities say three victims initially were listed in critical condition, but now are stable. A former University of Wisconsin football wide receiver has been convicted of two counts of first-degree homicide and other charges in the February 2020 shooting deaths of two women. Jurors deliberated about two hours before finding Marcus Randall L. guilty in the slayings of 27-year-old Brittany McAdory and 30-year-old Sierra Winchester. 
Randall L., who was a wide receiver for the Wisconsin Badgers from 2004 to 2007, was also convicted of being a felon in possession of a firearm and one count of operating a vehicle without consent while possessing a weapon. Oklahoma's Court of Criminal Appeals has agreed to slow the pace of the state's upcoming executions at the request of the new attorney general, spacing them at least 60 days apart. Crime Online's Sydney Sumner. The court issued an order setting execution dates for the next seven death row inmates scheduled to die by lethal injection, beginning with Richard Glossop on May 18th, followed by six more executions scheduled roughly 60 days apart. Oklahoma's new attorney general, Gentner Drummond, has requested at least 60 days between executions instead of 30 days. Drummond says carrying out an execution every 30 days places too much of a burden on prison staff. Drummond, who witnessed the lethal injection this month of Scott Eisenberg, says he also consulted with the family members of victims before requesting the change. Cumberland, Rhode Island Police Chief Matt Benson gets a package just after Christmas containing a half-eaten cookie and baby carrots. The note asked if the station would please test the items for DNA so the little girl who sent them could find out if Santa is real. Benson replied with their plans to track down an individual on surveillance video outside the girl's home matching Santa's description and showed her a real-life Rudolph also caught on video. Chief Benson assured her that despite the ongoing investigation, there is concrete evidence that Santa is in fact real. I mean, who can fight with DNA off a cookie? For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace.